thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about asking the right question. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want us to know, that you want us to have revelation knowledge. And we just humble ourselves before you today and receive from you what you have for us. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know, Jesus really does want us to know. He came that we may have life and have it to the full till it overflows. He came to give us revelation knowledge. He came to tell us what the Father said, to say and do what the Father says and does so that we can know the Father. He said, if you know me, you know the Father. So anyway, God is saying to us today that we can be asking the wrong question and not even realize it. And in fact, when we ask him questions that are doubt questions, then that is the wrong question. You know, sometimes you hear people say, if it be your will, why are you doing this to me, God? And why isn't this happening, God? You know, um, as if, you know, he isn't faithful, pointing the finger at him. Or, you know, I did everything I'm supposed to do, and God, you know, he didn't do anything, so it must not be as well this, that, and the other thing. Well, the bottom line is always get to know God. John 1, 1 tells us that he is his word, and so you always want to get to know his word so you can have revelation knowledge and know what he's talking about and know what you should be asking. In fact, James um, 1, 5 says that we can ask for wisdom, and God will give to all liberally without fault-finding, but we must be asking in faith, because if we're not, a double, we're a double-minded man, and we won't receive anything from him. And so we can be asking in faith, or we can be asking in doubt. And God is saying he doesn't collaborate with doubt. He, he doesn't have anything to do with doubt, because if you're in doubt, you don't believe him. He said that he's, it's impossible to please him without faith, and that's because if you don't have faith, he can't do anything. He, he's, he's only, you're only in agreement with him when you have faith. And so you have to have faith in him in order to even hear him. Um, I, I asked him a question opposed to um, doubt. Um, I asked him a question in faith. And my question was, God, what do I have to do to get this to happen? And immediately I got his response. And I realized before that I was asking doubt questions. And you know, with doubt comes confusion and not sure what he's saying to you. And you know, things just get all cloudy. But as soon as you ask in faith, um, things clear up and um, you get an answer right away. It reminded me of the way things usually are. He answers right away when you answer in faith because he wants you to know he's excited for you to have the answer. He's your dad. He's in love with you. And really, that is how you live in his kingdom, by revelation knowledge. He wants you to know. Jesus said the mysteries are meant to be revealed. The disciples are following him and asking um, questions. And he says, to you has been entrusted the mystery of the kingdom of God. Have ears to hear. Be listening. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. And so when we know his will, we're asking the right questions. James 5.16 says, a righteous man, his prayers avail much. There's power in his prayer. Now, what's so special about a righteous man is a righteous man believes. 
To be right with God is to believe God. You know, we get so mixed up in that so much of the time. People think they just have to say a prayer for God to love the world. He gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And believing him is changing your lifestyle, adapting to his way. Not living the way you did before and just saying, have said the prayer and think you're right with God. But being right with God is being in agreement with him. And when you're in agreement with him, you're going to hear him answer you. And he's going to sound like his word and it's the right answer. And then you have the answer to that prayer. You have the answer, whether you have to do something or whatever it is, he's going to give you that answer. And most of the time it is an instruction. And, you know, the thing I was just asking God that I was telling you about, it was an instruction, not really one I wanted to do. And that sometimes is why we don't obey him, because our flesh is always pulling on us to get us to stop. And so a prayer of a righteous man avails much. So you want to be in agreement with Jesus. Jesus said that. He said that um, he'd get all those dead branches off of us, and then we'd be in agreement with him, and then whatever we asked would happen. Whatever we asked would happen, and we'd be proving to be true disciples of his, and the Father would be glorified. And, you know, God wants to be glorified in your life. He wants you to have your prayers answered. He doesn't want us to be saying, if it be your will, you know, and just getting the wrong message out there. I mean, we pray that prayer in front of unbelievers, and so they're thinking, well, you don't know God's will, and, you know, he's your God, and that really is silly because the Word of God is his will. And, um, you know, when we have God's will in our life, we're representing him, we're showing who God is. And we have to know him and so that we can represent him well, so that we can show other people the truth of who God is and not just be living, you know, like they are or wishy-washy and not knowing what's going on. God is calling us to be true disciples of his, to ask what we will and it be done and to be representing the Father. He doesn't want us to be wishy-washy and double-minded. He wants us to know his will and live in his will so that we can show who he is, just like Jesus did when he came. He knew his father. He said, I only say and do what the father says. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. You're going to do the things that I did. And how can we do that if we don't know, if we don't have understanding? And so the ball is always in our park. You know, we have to get to know him. And then know the Word of God so that we can do the Word of God, so we can pray the Word of God, and so that we can learn how to live in His kingdom. Jesus said, I have come so that you can have life and have it to the full, till it overflows. And we need to have His revelation knowledge to do that. We aren't to be living in the dark, wondering what His will is, and really living opposed to Him. And, you know, when we ask Him, questions in doubt, we're really accusing him of not being faithful. You know, I've heard so many people say, well, I did this and I did that, and God didn't do that, so I guess it's not his will, but his word says it is his will. And, you know, what we're really doing is pointing a finger at God, and then we wonder why we don't hear him, and we're confused, and things aren't happening. You know, he did his part. He 
He did everything he needs to do. We just got to learn who he is and move into his kingdom and live in those blessings that he wants us to have. That's what it's all about. And so God wants you to be asking the right questions. And you don't want to be accusing him of not being faithful. If anyone's unfaithful, it's us. You know, and when he was showing me that I was asking the wrong questions, I had no idea I was doing that. I got weary and well-doing. And that's why he says not to get weary and well-doing. And at the proper time, we'll reap if we don't faint. And so we have to just keep pressing and believing and seeking. Jesus said, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. And he never said no. All his promises are yes and amen. And so it's not that God's not doing his part. We shouldn't be sticking our finger at him. And we should realize that we're doing that when we're asking him doubt questions. We always need to be examining ourselves and saying, where am I missing it? You're perfect. You're God. This is your word. You said your promises are yes and amen. So I must, must have missed it somewhere. What am I doing wrong? You know, in James 5.16, it also talks about loving um, before it says that a prayer of a righteous man avails much, it talks about loving. And, you know, when you know, when you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, um, you're also able to love your neighbor. And so he talks about that as that being a righteous man. I want to read that to you. In the Amplified Bible, it says, Confess to one another. Therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and it's working. And so, you know, when we love, we are in his will. We're righteous, and that the love um, covers everything. And that's why I think that it's put that way. And then um, to believe is to love, right? When, if you believe him, you're going to live that lifestyle of being in agreement with him. And so you're going to love. If you won't love, you really don't believe him. And then your prayers aren't going to work. And that's pretty much just what God is saying today. He wants you to know that when you believe in him, when you have faith in him, you're going to ask the right questions. And when you doubt him, you're going to be asking the wrong questions and you're going to be further and further away from the truth and further and further away from him. You know, so many people get so mixed up and God doesn't talk to me. He doesn't answer me. But what are you doing in that prayer time? Are you accusing him? Are you sticking your finger in his face? You know, are you his enemy or is he your God? And if he's your God and you believe in him, if you made that decision to believe him, you're going to ask the right questions. One of the right questions you can ask is ask him to come and be your God, live on the inside of you. When Jesus was here, he said he was going to go and the Holy Spirit would come and he would come and be everything Jesus was for us and he'd be on the inside of us all the time. God is so in love with us, he just wants to be with us all the time. And, you know, Jesus came and he gave up his life. He shed his blood so we could be right with the Father. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He took stripes for your healing. And he did all that for you. 
And if you want him to come live on the inside of you and be with you all the time, God will send his spirit and he will be there for you and he will teach you and he will answer questions for you. And your part is to believe no matter what, resist the enemy and he will flee and just make that decision to believe and don't let anything get in your way. That's your part, to be committed to him and learn how to live in his kingdom right here on the earth. Jesus said his kingdom isn't here or there, but it's within you. And so when you ask him to come live on the inside of you, you want to ask him to teach you to be, teach you to be faithful to him. Learn his way of doing and being right and living his kingdom. Submit to him. Humble yourself before him. Let's ask. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for everything that you did for us. And we're asking you to come right now and be on the inside of us and teach us your way. Teach us how to be faithful to you. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to humble ourselves before you. And we just thank you that you will, that you'll help us and you'll teach us. You'll correct us so that we can live in your kingdom, so that we can be a witness for you and represent you well. And we can be an attraction, in fact, for you, showing who you are and how good you are. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you said that prayer, thank you so much. It's so exciting to me. And if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And remember, you got to get to know him. And that happens as you get to know his word. And he's just going to make himself really real to you when you start applying that word to your life. When you leave your old life and start living in his life by obeying the word, he's going to manifest himself to the one who loves him, he said, and the one who loves him will obey him. So if you said that prayer, you want to get to know him, and then you want to just humble yourself before him and do anything he tells you to do. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.